you woke up this morning, it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day. So get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. And if you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. And if you woke up exhausted, it's still a good day. Because you woke up, so get on your way. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain... You'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or remove from it. And in this week's episode, we are going to talk about Norseman Distillery here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And we are going to talk about their tasting room. We're going to talk about some of the spirits that they offer. Their delicious cocktails. Their super delicious cocktails. And we're going to talk about some of the events that they host because they do like cocktail classes. Yeah, it's going to be delicious and amazing. Exactly. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. All right, so Norseman, we went during my bachelor weekend, which we've now mentioned several times. In different episodes. In different episodes. Callbacks. Woo! Look at us. We're like like legit <laughs> podcasters now. We have episodes that we refer back to other episodes, Aaron. Exactly. Because we actually have enough episodes to talk about. Yeah, and the 20 of you that listen to these episodes Thank are going to dig it. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, all right, so we went to Norseman Um it was it was really close to the Airbnb that we ended yes. up at because um, we found a really nice place so that those like myself, Andy, and the rest of my wedding party could kind of go and just have a really fun weekend, you know, away from our spouses and kind of our responsibilities for a time, and just remember what it was like when we all met each other when we were in our twenties and uh, could drink more and more often and longer. And we learned that that was not going to be a thing anymore. I think we, I, I think that uh, we only stayed up past midnight out of sheer determination. It was that first night. And yeah. The, well, the first night we stayed up until like 2 yes. or 2.30. Mm-hmm. And then it was the, the next night that I actually went to bed right before midnight. And the rest of you that were still going were just kind of like, no, we have to make it past midnight. We have to make it past midnight. It's past midnight. Time to go to bed. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was, it was partially thanks to Norseman Distilling that we uh, mm-hmm. we managed to not make it. <laughs> oh man, we I mean we had we had two cocktails each at Norseman, and they're uh, they uh, are exquisite cocktails. Yes. And you'll we'll, we'll have photos um, of a couple of the things. Aaron will have photos. I, I will have photos up because I took all of the photos. He did. Um, but it was it was just it was it was a perfect thing for that day. Uh, we went to Uptown, had a couple of drinks, and played a whole bunch of video games. And then we went to Norseman, and then we had a couple of drinks. But man, those hit us real hard in the afternoon. Well, yeah, it's because the drinks at Norseman are true cocktails. They are almost 100% booze every single yeah. time. So I started off my uh, cocktail um, experience with the Old Forster, which is Harvest Whiskey, Fernet, and Bittersweet. Mm-hmm. And it it was just like the Old Forester whiskey as it sounds, because it had that real heady whiskey flavor, but then it was balanced by the kind of like bittersweet, um, I don't know, oaky flavor of the Fernet. Mm-hmm. That was a really, delicious yeah. drink. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed that. Yeah. 
Uh, I had the uh, I had their old fashioned um, because I have kind of taken to any time I go to a distillery for the first time I get an old fashioned. Um, mm. They do something different with their old fashioned. Yeah, so they have uh, they have the harvest whiskey because um, they don't have like a straight bourbon, um, so it's a it's a bourbon rye blend that they have that they call their harvest whiskey, uh, and then it has just aromatic bitters and uh, demerara, um, which I, we talked about in our rum episode. Mm-hmm. Well, not our rum episode, but <laughs> in our tiki episode yes. when we when we had the uh, the scurvy skull, yes, rather than the uh, the other shrunken the, skull, the shrunken skull. Um, but I mean. The the old fashioned is exactly what an old fashioned should be. It's a mm-hmm. delicious, just bunch of whiskey in a glass with some, you know, with an orange peel, um, and a big, big ice cube. Yes, like physical cube that's the size of half the glass. I might. The thing that I actually do like about um, Norseman is that they offer non alcoholic, uh, like basically like a bottle of. Mm-hmm. Um, cock- like non-alcoholic, uh, I don't know, like mocktails. Would that be an accurate way to describe it for the table, if you want, or by the glass? Yeah, I think mocktails is a great way mm-hmm. to describe it. Yeah, you can get like a chai like it or a jungle juice, both of which uh, sound amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, chai like it is uh, ginger, cardamom, cinnamon, agave, americana, and coconut milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, jungle juice is just pineapple, lime, rum. Oh, that is not non-alcoholic. <laughs> I should have read that before I... Okay, so You're looking are... at the wrong part of the menu. I am. Oops. So, okay, let's... We'll we'll go away from the, the non-alcoholic <laughs> versions for a little bit, because I want to actually run down the other cocktails that our, our group got for the... Um, that first round. Um, so, one of our friends got a winter fizz, uh, which is a take on a Ramos gin fizz, uh, which is lemon, gin, uh, Yellowstone, and egg white shaken to just deliciousness mm-hmm. uh, and that that drink was heavenly oh yeah like the the um the egg white was mm-hmm. perfectly balanced to mm-hmm. produce that like rich creamy texture that you want mm-hmm. from the egg white like sometimes when um when people make like a like an egg white drink mm-hmm. it is too um foamy mm-hmm. like it it, it 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 has too much air in it yeah and this didn't like it actually had it actually had body to it yeah, it was, I mean, it was, I didn't have a lot of it uh, because it was one of our friend's drinks yeah, and I didn't yeah. want to drink their drink because that's rude. That's what that's what they were drinking and I had my old fashioned to, to uh, drink down. Um, but it was, it was light. It was airy. It was everything that I wanted that drink to be. And I'm so super happy because that was, that was that person's first trip to a distillery. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they got to experience that with us. Yeah. Uh, and I got to experience them in a distillery for the first time. And then one of our other friends had the Dirty, which is just, it's a Dirty Martini. Uh, so it has vodka, uh, Danska in it, and then the brine well, for the... Before you say it's just a Dirty Martini, okay. um, remember how back in our... Um... Our lawless episode, we talked mm-hmm. about how they didn't have vermouth. They had That's to make true. their own vermouth. That's right. Well, this uh, has their own. They also have that issue where they don't have vermouth. Mm-hmm. They have they put in akavit. Yeah, it's it's the Danska akavit, and then it is the uh, the olive juice brine. Mm-hmm. So you do get a definitely different flavor. And I don't like pickle juice. I don't like brine. Mm-hmm. I, this actually wasn't. This was actually good. That was one of the. Yeah, that was. I mean, I would drink it. There was definitely. I wouldn't order it, but I would drink it. Yeah, I had a couple sips of it, and it was it was refreshing. But it was for me, it was still what of what a dirty martini is. You know, always living up to. 
mm-hmm. that it you know it's got that kind of sour brine going on but then it has just a nice fresh vodka it's very chilled uh and then you've got kind of yeah the i mean in that version the aquavit in the background so i do actually have a confession to make to you aaron mm-hmm. i have been to norseman multiple times okay the first time that i went to norseman it was before they had an actual. It was back before they had their like their kitchen. kitchen yeah, and they that had they were the food, food truck inside. Well, yeah. Um, but when I first went to them, they served like a. They had like a like a charcuterie plate that you could order. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it was like tra- traditional like sh- uh, uh, abroad. Yeah. Uh, which like a Scandinavian like um. Where we get the word smorgasbord. Yeah, basically board. like like cheese and meat plates and yep. like you know. Some breads on the side, maybe. Right. Um, the other thing that they did, though, which they don't do anymore, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of miss it, because if you'll recall from sev- pretty much, it seems like every episode at this point, we admit that we really like crappy food. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Y- you, could get a, you could get a cheese pizza. Yep. And they would serve it with a trough of hot sauce. A trough hot of hot sauce, but the 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 trough of hot sauce was was it wasn't like a, a like a pig trough like a, mm-hmm. a like trough. a real big trough. Yeah, like no, it was like one of those carriers that was filled oh. with hot sauce oh, bottles. Filled with a bunch of hot sauces. Yeah, there okay. were like eighteen different hot sauces that were served with it. Oh, holy crap! That's yeah. amazing. So like you could you could like try like anything from like normal Frank's Red Hot to um. The the oh, what's it called the 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 nuclear bottle the mm, atomic mm-hmm. um, the the crazy ghost pepper stuff yeah uh huh that stuff yeah the stuff that lights your mouth on fire and it's all on the same cheese pizza base yeah so you just you could be like all right I'm gonna taste this hot sauce put a drop of it on the pizza and be like all right let's see how this one goes bam that's that's incredible yeah and then you were telling me about the s'mores right right so that wasn't that was a different time I've I've been back I've um so. I love how you're getting embarrassed about going back to a great place with great cocktails a lot. Right. The thing that I'm that that's not the thing that I'm embarrassed about. The <laughs> thing that I'm embarrassed about is like the every time I've gone back, all I've wanted is the cheese pizza. I don't really care about the cocktails. <laughs> I just want the cheese pizza and hot sauces. And like the worst part is is it's the same hot sauce bottles. So like I'm sure these have been like handled by millions of people and it, uh, I don't know. I feel bad handling them. I mean, you can always do what most people do and have, you know, just carry Purell oh. or wet wipes. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no. So uh, another time that we went back, we actually took a tour of it. Yeah. And it's on the tour, we got to taste the spirits. And those tours are really reasonably priced, too. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty cool. You get to, um, like, taste various uh, spirits of of the distillery. Mm-hmm. Um. I actually I pulled it up so the um the tasting and tour is ten dollars per person. And you can get um like you can you can buy as many people as you want mm-hmm. or you can do uh you can do a gift of a like a tasting tour for two for twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is really reasonably priced. Right, but each tour includes a cocktail. Yeah. So it's really you're basically just buying a cocktail so you can take a tour. Well, yeah, but that's still, it's still just a great way to experience mm-hmm. Norsemen. Yeah, and their their tours are amazing because, I mean, I mean, like, I've done full-fledged tours before. Mm-hmm. 
of like like full on like production distilleries. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is a production distillery too, but I mean like like um like mass distributing ones like Angel's Envy yeah. or like um Jim Beam, you know, like the the big huge like warehouse yeah. places. Um this one's really cool because you get to like just sit there and taste and talk and learn. Mm-hmm. And then they also do the uh, they do cocktail labs, so they have a level one and a level two. Um, and the description for the level one is it's an hour and a half cocktail class where one of the bartenders leads the participants through a demonstration and tasting of three different cocktails. The participant participation fee includes the hand on, hands on approach to learn how to craft the cocktails and instruction on bartending best practices, uh, and they will. Um, they'll place you at like their kitchen bar or the patio or the, if patio. the weather's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there was one that was going on while we were there and it was kind of like a little bit off to the side of their actual like mm-hmm. bar area. And uh, the only thing that was really weird about it is they were teaching them how to seat um, the like Boston shaker kind of halves mm-hmm. together. And so that you just heard this giant pounding that was arrhythmic because there was like six or eight people that were all trying to like, tap the top to seat it properly right because if you don't know how to seat it properly like you can either stuff flies out right or you know alternatively you can fall into the lock yeah where you just can't get them separated Mm -hmm. again yeah i do that all the time (laughs) and i like mixing Mm mm-hmm no, you and you mix for good cocktails. Thank I will you. Make sure you understand that, uh, that you know that I appreciate when you make me cocktails. <laughs> a lot of the times that I come here, we're both still just kind of like, this is what we're gonna do, and you're like, I'm gonna make cocktails. I'm so excited when when that happens. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> but um, the it just watching those people crack up about what they were doing it really made me excited to to like go back and do that at some point oh, yeah because it's like you know shout out to to greg at how to drink the youtube channel because i've been watching a lot of that stuff and it makes me want to like have a better back bar mm-hmm. and kind of experiment with things you know it's like I, I i want to do more work like that um but if you're an android user um, I highly recommend the Mixel app, M-I-X-E-L. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a free app, but you can pay for like a lifetime subscription for like, I think it's 12 or 13 bucks and mm-hmm. it's well worth it. Um, it it gives you a lifetime of like drink and cocktail updates. You can stock your, your bar, yep. like your virtual bar with any of your ingredients and it'll automatically tell you any recipes that you could make. Exactly. So those are all, those are great options to kind of see what you've got because you know when I started making cocktails, I had a couple cocktail books and I just would grab ingredients and you just I'd hope that I enjoyed mm-hmm. them. And there was times where I purchased things I don't like this drink. I thought like it sounds great on paper, but it it wasn't what I mm-hmm. wanted. And then I just had seventy dollars worth of booze that now I'm like, I don't know how to mix this with anything else. But then if you have something like Mixel, you can find to take those same ingredients in different ways with other spirits or other kind of mixers. And then the advantage to something like that over like a cocktail book is it'll automatically suggest Mm -hmm. other like replacements. So Mm -hmm. if you have something that's close to another ingredient, like maybe you don't have blue curacao, but you have another citrus liqueur Mm -hmm. that'll fit. Yeah. You can, it'll tell you, it'll suggest a, like a replacement for it. Exactly. So I recommend it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's things like that, that, you know, 
the more that you craft cocktails on your own, knowing how to do it correctly is always a thing. Like 65 bucks is not a small amount of money. But it is an hour and a half class. But it's an hour and a half that you make three different drinks that you get to consume. So at the end of the day, like you're basically paying for like three cocktails and like a $10 fee for their time. Mm-hmm. And it's like... From it what I saw, like fun. It, it looked like fun. Yeah. And it sounds like it's something that I want to do once, you know, once we have a little bit more time, you know, I'd, We're love, gonna do a patio I'd love to go back and do a patio day. Travel by proxy patio day. We'll live stream it. Absolutely. Um, we probably won't, but we'll, we'll, we'll imagine <laughs> we'll, that we'll we talk are. about it and we'll, <laughs> we might live record. Who knows? We'll try to figure something out. If nothing else, we just need to go back and do it. Your, you, uh, our spouses can come with us yeah. and have, uh, have a day of it. Um, but I mean, just, going okay so we have a taste today and i want to just put a disclaimer on this and i apologize so i was so uh, before you say that aaron one Mm -hmm. of my rules is you never apologize so now i have to drink hang on okay so i have a caveat thank you so i was at uh i was at a liquor store and i'm like i need something for this norseman episode but i was also thinking about what my bar currently contains and like I still have the frog, I still have like half the bottle of the Froggy Bee vodka from our live show, and you know a lot of the other things that we've got. Like I've still got a lot of that Blackstrap rum from Tattersall, and so I'm looking like I'm, I need a whiskey. I need a whiskey to add to what right what because I have. you need bases to mix with exactly. And it's like mm-hmm. I don't need more rums. I don't need more vodkas right now because um, I have some other kind of like back bar stuff. Uh, so I was looking for the Harvest Wheat or the Harvest Whiskey that they have at Norseman, and that liquor store did not carry it. And unfortunately, this was like you know, like 40 minutes before I needed to be here to start recording. So what I ended up with is uh, the Tattersall Straight, wa- straight Rye Whiskey. Um, so I'm sorry, Norseman, that I am drinking Tattersall wares while we're talking about your lovely establishment. But if it's any consolation, there is a City Pages article from 2017 that says that um, somebody, <laughs> we're not naming names, we're not taking sides here, squatted on TattersallDistillery.com and for about a day redirected that to NorsemanDistilling.com. So maybe this is sort of a weird karmic explanation for it. Maybe justification it's, it's i don't just know a, it's just a happy universal accident that i end up getting tattersall for this episode instead of norseman yeah maybe that's it we'll go with oh wow that pop was perfect oh my word i want to hear that can we just do that one more time because yeah. i just want to hear that again <laughs> it's like i gotta reseat this cork again <laughs> <laughs> when you, this is this is one thing for those of you who don't spend a lot of time buying alcohols especially just like handcrafted stuff like you need to understand the the how the cork sits is how you know it's good so let's let's do it one more time oh my word that was so great you you should see the visual like, audio <laughs> nerd moment you should see the visualization on the uh waveform for this it's just like a huge high high frequency spike no it goes low it's cool oh, really that's yeah. insane anyway um nerd like waveform moment off um, no, uh, actually, I love rye. rye uh, when it comes to whiskeys, I love rye whiskey primarily the most. Uh, Sazerac um, is one of my favorite cocktails. Yep. Um, you know, we did a Saint, we did a Missouri episode. We did. Um, uh, uh, we you talked about Louisiana. Yep. Like, 
We uh, did. Uh, we've talked about uh, Goodwood in Kentucky. Was it exactly? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Rye whiskey is one of those things. Oh. It for people that that don't drink a lot of whiskey, like there's a lot of complexities in there, and like people have for whiskey what I have with beer, which is the like it feels wrong in your mouth and it burns weird, and like that's okay. If you, you know, if you don't like it, you don't have to try it. We will continue to sit here and enjoy everything that we have. I will continue trying to find more beers that I enjoy. But Andrea is just sniffing. I'm sorry. It's just, I'm trying to, the reason that I keep going back to sniff, Aaron, is because I'm trying to decide if the aroma I'm getting is like corn or frosting from the donut I ate earlier. (laughs) And I can't tell. Because I'm pretty sure this isn't a corn whiskey, so... It's a rye whiskey. I know. I know it's a rye whiskey, which is why I shouldn't be smelling corn. I have to say, I'm I'm uh, at a disadvantage because I like my, my nose is plugged today for some mm-hmm. reason. And I, like, it smells... It smells mm. muted to me um, because of my nasal issue. Um, but let's get your tasting notes while I start drinking so yeah i've got um i got a actually a really nice um opening to the to the first like sip um it it opens with actually like a like a colorful um i don't know like a like it's not really it's like a butterscotchy um Mm -hmm. malty yeah malty um but there's definitely that rye flavor to it as well yeah um it, it it almost has like a Almost like a pumpernickel flavor, even. Oh, the here's the thing, it opened my nasal cavities. <laughs> like I, I finished that drink, and my nasal my nasal cavities have opened, and it's actually really intense. Um, that is that is one of the most complex ryes that I've tasted in a really long time, and I just enjoy everything about it. Um. It's it does have that kind of earthy, grainy kind of leathery t- tinge to it on the back end, uh, but in the best way. Um, and it's for those of you who've not done a lot of tastings, maybe you don't want to, maybe you're never going to. When we say oh. leather, it's because it tastes like leather smells. Oh, you've added a little water to this one. Oh, that really opens it up. Yeah. Wow. Oh, now you can now can you smell it? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like it isn't corn, but um, but there's that sweetness that you don't yeah, usually like, get like, from a rye. Um, like, so I grew up on a hobby farm, and I grew mm-hmm. up like in in on like a border of a rural area, and yeah, like when you get into that area where people start harvesting, and like there's sort of this like weird sweet smell that sometimes happens, mm-hmm. like when the crops are starting to get like that that germination of like uh. Mm-hmm. The ripeness to it, and like, yeah, that's kind of the smell you get. It's that kind of like spring, like that wheatgrass kind of. It's the it's the field in fall, mm-hmm. right before harvest, where everything's just ready and fragrant. That is so pretentious sounding, but it like, really is. I, I... You know, the funny thing is, it sounds super pretentious, but it also comes from something that is the least pretentious thing ever, which is farming. Yeah. Which, like, you literally have to be out away from people to mm-hmm. be able to experience that smell. Yeah, which is great, because I've been sweating in our spare bedroom studio this entire time, <laughs> and I smell ripe as heck right now. So that's a much better uh, smell than this, uh, than this... <laughs> 
<laughs> smelling the whiskey is better than smelling yourself for you mm-hmm. right now, huh? <laughs> You're welcome, all my friends that listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, it's a special day. <laughs> this is also... Uh, this is episode four that we've recorded because <laughs> um, because of the surgery that I have coming up to repair my knee. Yeah, you've got a surgery. I've got a wedding next mm-hmm. week. We've both got just a ton of things going on. So yeah. we're recording a whole bunch. Yeah. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll get back together and record a whole bunch more. Exactly. When you'll be married. Yep. Officially. I mean, it's like we've been living together and, and engaged and we bought a house together. So, I mean, it's that's true. Most of the things that people do once they get married, we've already done. Well, I mean, we did the same, like not you and I, but you my and spouse, spouse and I. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. We did the same thing. So welcome to being millennials. Yeah. Because you mm-hmm. actually get to know the person first and figure out that you want to spend the rest of your life with yeah. them rather than like, oh, I guess we're going to gamble on it. Except so. we did the we did the thing that some millennials don't get to do. We actually bought the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is delicious. Mm-hmm. So we're, b- we're back. We're no longer talking about our lives. We're now talking about the whiskey again. Right. Back to whiskey and Norseman. Yeah. So Norseman Distilling. Um, they do... Uh, so besides the, the cocktails, mm-hmm. um, they have a rotating seasonal menu. Yep. They have food food trucks there when they're not serving like their seasonal menu. Mm-hmm. The last time that I was there, you could get s'mores served tableside. Yeah. I'm. I'm. We're both sad that that was not available this last time. And we it went. was so cool because they would like light liquor on your table, mm-hmm. and you would roast marshmallows over liquor on fire on your table. Mmm, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, by the way, I did go back and find their non-alcoholic uh, cocktails. Thank you. Um, so there's there's three of them, so it's really easy to kind of get through. So we have the Eros, uh, spelled E R O O S. So if I oh, that's it, the goddess of chaos. Yes. Uh, so that is vanilla, lime zest, uh, vetiver, cardamom, and allspice. All hail the Principia Discordia. Yes. Uh, they have a Bjorn, which is fresh lemon juice, Assam tea, clover honey, hmm. and then the Trinity, which is vinegar blend, black salt, and lime seltzer, or lime and seltzer. Sorry, I just realized that's a that's a moment where uh, I, Andrea makes a reference that um, <laughs> I, nobody else will follow without any kind of context. That's okay. Um, oh, I wanted to, um, if we've got enough time, I want to quick do the, the last list of cocktails that we yes, had. Yes, and we do, Aaron. Okay, we have plenty of time. We have three minutes. So. All right, so the rest of our group... Um, for the first round, ended up with the Black, Man- Black Manhattan, which has uh, Amaro and Amaro oh, Plantain, gosh. the Harvest Whiskey, Bittersweet Liqueur, and Aromatic Bitters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I had the Lucky Marco, which yes. was a refreshing... Like, I would order that on the beach. Yes. So the only the only issue that I had with the Lucky Marco was the anisette. Right. Because it's lime juice, anisette, aromat- aromatic liqueur, mint, and then Mexican 7-Up, because Wait, that's made slightly right. different. Mm-hmm. Um, the anisette is because I don't really like the flavor of black, black licorice, licorice, but everything else about that glass was amazing to mm-hmm. me. Um, and then um, I had... Where did it go? Oh, I had the um, the pineapple daiquiri. Yes, you did. <laughs> and oh my God, was that amazing. Um, it was just, it was sweet. It was refreshing. It was in a small glass with a pretty mm-hmm. large ice cube. Um, but it was very spirit forward. Um, even being like on their like 15% uh, ABV. So it's just pineapple rum that they make, lime, and then simple syrup. 
it was wonderful. It was everything. Because, I mean, it's like most of the times when I first started knowing what a daiquiri was, is just the big blended kind of pot that exists in an Applebee's. It's like, would you like a daiquiri from this big giant thing? Like, this was handcrafted. It was was (laughs) hand-mixed. It was super great. Um, and then the other thing uh, was uh, my buddy got the the Roik or Roik, yep. Roik. So it's R, and there's an O, kind of yep, looks like Roik. a stylized zero. Um, so that is the Harvest Whiskey with bittersweet and maple and aromatic bitters, but it's served with a glass that is filled with smoke. Yep. And what you do is you take the uh, you take the glass that's kind of upended, holding the smoke. Uh, you know, you turn it over. And then you pour the rest of the cocktail in there. And it just, it smells like you're drinking a campfire full of whiskey in all of the best ways. It, that is, that's something that they do at a lot of speakeasies. They call mm-hmm. it a smoke treatment. Yep. Um, if you ever see smoke treatment on a menu and you like smoked things, try it out. Yeah. If you also have other favorites, feel free to reach out. Fans at travelbyproxy.com or leave a comment on our Facebook trip page. Facebook page, Praise. Instagram, all the fun stuff. All those fun things. The Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is Now We're Talking by Jarris, copyright 2015. Both are licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixter.org. Thank you so very much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and we wish you a I'll look out your window. You Moving these stones and yours Rearranging all the pieces that you find Now we're talking about Things and places, all the names And the faces of all the people that you love